We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. With Brad Biggs. Biggs Biggsy. His name is Brad Biggs. Brad Biggs talks football with you. <laughs> Mully and Hall, Chicago Sports Radio 6-7 of the score. Brad Biggs, the football man of the Chicago Tribune, a longtime contributor to the station and a valued friend. And he joins us now on the score hotline. And of course, the score hotline is brought to you, every guest brought to you by the fine folks at Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. Big Zay. Morning, Brad. Morning, boys. What's going on? Well, it is a uh it is it is bear season now, right? We know that the Super Bowl is over and they have a champion and oh lo woulda coulda shoulda many years ago. But the fact is now we start easing into the important stuff. The, the Obviously, the Bears with more money than any team in free agency and the number one overall draft pick as we get to the combine. Does, does anything shift in your thinking when you're done with the Super Bowl? You might want a week off, but you're not allowed because this now is the Bears season. Yeah, I'll, t- I'll tell you what, and the Bears wasted no time reminding you that it was minutes after the game ended Sunday night that they put out a tweet that 2023 starts now, and uh, the reality is Ryan Poles, his staff, Matt Eberflus, his staff, 2023 started for them in the second week of January. Uh, so so they got uh, a head start on a lot of other people. Um when the final game of the season is played, yeah, then you can reset the standings, push everybody back to uh, zero and zero and, and go from there. And the, the Bears are glad to turn the uh, page uh, and, and move on to next season. But um, I think that, that's been going on for a while now at Hallis Hall. They've been deep in meetings in terms of trying to create 
what, what has to be a multi-layered plan to the off season. You know, when you talk about free agency, when you consider the draft uh, and all the possibilities that come with it, you know, they're going to have to have uh, contingencies on top of contingencies on top of contingencies as they look to rebuild the roster and as much turnover as we saw on the roster a year ago, I will we'll probably see just as much this off season. Before we get there, Brad, when you look at the Super Bowl, the surface I think is as similar or the same as the Bears use at Soldier Field, or they they have similarities in the way that it was grown, and it was such a big factor during the game, and it was I think uh, worth scrutiny because. It was also a factor during the Fiesta Bowl. In a month, they didn't make it any better. How big of a factor do you think it was, and is there any solution to the problem because you shouldn't have these kind of issues cropping up at the Super Bowl? I did miss the Fiesta Bowl this year. couldn't tell you who played in uh, in that game. But, uh, listen, it's unacceptable when you've got a multi-billion dollar uh, industry uh, has the playing surface look like uh, a skating rink at, uh, at times during the game. You cannot have players uh, losing their footing that consistently. And so that's an embarrassment uh, for the league. And I'm sure that it's already been uh, discussed at the highest levels and uh, they will uh, take steps to ensure that uh, this type of thing doesn't happen in the future when the Super Bowl's played on a natural grass surface. Uh, a lot of these games uh, go inside the domes or play on fields with artificial service. You don't have to worry about it there. But um, a bad look uh, for the league and one that I'm sure will be uh, corrected. But, I, you know, I, both teams were slipping. I don't know that it uh, you know made a difference in the outcome, but it just – Totally unacceptable. Yeah, you know, I, I don't understand how they allowed that to happen. How can you be testing a new grass in the Super Bowl, right? It it was some sort of Bermuda hybrid grass thing. I, I mean, they, they should have had that set and ready. They, apparently, they, well, especially they had it outside. The, the, and the Fiesta Bowl I'm referencing was TCU-Michigan semifinal college football playoff. Oh. The headline in the Ann Arbor News the next morning was about the surface it wasn't something that caught anybody by surprise. And and Brad uh, Baldy did a thing where he broke down different plays in the Super Bowl. One of which was how many guys can slip on the same play and on the sh- same play. Yeah, and it showed Patrick Mahomes slip and Hasim Reddick goes down and and whoever's yeah, I mean, on the, the league, other side goes down. Obviously, Roger Goodell and the top people in the league office understand that. Um, it was a terrible surface, and, you know, maybe whoever recommended it, maybe they need to lose their job. I don't know, but uh, I would imagine this situation was bad enough with that playing surface that steps will be put in place to avoid this happening uh, in the future. It, you, uh, you also have a halftime show out there that makes it challenging whenever they're using any type of of natural grass surface to protect the playing field. You know, you, you look at these halftime shows, there's hundreds of people involved. When you talk about 
the the stages that they move onto the field and then have to move off and the performers and um that's a difficult thing to do and on the artificial surfaces no big deal right but when you're playing on natural grass uh that also can impact it and we all know uh how important the halftime show is uh to the uh, to the event you know that's part of the it's become a big deal uh for the league and for viewership and for the television audience. Uh, so that's a, probably a small factor when you talk about what's going to happen with the surface, what kind of surface can you use when you get these stages and equipment, like I said, hundreds of workers going on and off the field uh, at halftime. Speaking of the Chiefs, the Bears play the Chiefs next year, and there's been some speculation already about whether that game will be in Germany, maybe it will be in Spain, will it be in Europe? Well, it won't be in Spain, but uh, it could be in Germany because the Chiefs have a home game that will be played uh, most likely in Frankfurt, and um, the Bears have an away game with Kansas City. So you say, okay, well, what are the chances that um, that the Bears land this, right? Typically, the league... Uh, likes to avoid sending um, divisional opponents over there to play each other, that it would be unfair for uh, the Chiefs to play a home game against the Chargers in Germany and then a road game against the Chargers in Los Angeles. They like to balance that out. So you would think that you could um, eliminate the – AFC West opponents for the Chiefs, and then you start looking at who else is on the list of teams that uh, they're supposed to host. And, yeah, the the Bears could have a shot uh, at being the opponent there. We'll have to see. The Bears have been over uh, and played in London twice. They've been the visitor both times. George McCaskey in the past has been adamant that he did not want to give up a home game uh, to play internationally, and um, he's not going to get his way forever because the league, with uh, 17 regular season games now, will have teams, looks like every eight years, a team will have to play a home game uh, overseas or internationally, I should say, and um, maybe they end up the visitor in this one, the, I don't believe the Bears will have we, – we know the Bears will not have a home game um, in the U.K. or Germany this year. Brad, um, I want to go back to the surface again because I, I talked to some people in Philadelphia who are convinced that the Eagles' pass rush was impacted more than any other element uh, in the game. And – in fairness to them, and I, I listen, I thought Kansas City played great in a near-perfect game in the second half, and you have to against the defense that's that good. But no sacks and no takeaways for the Eagles in that game. It was the only game in the year in which they didn't have a sack or a takeaway. They had managed to do that in every regular season game and every playoff game, and they get to the Super Bowl, and they're shut down um, do you buy that explanation? I mean, I, I think that, again, the Chiefs played a flawless second half. Yeah, but well, if you're 
footing is off, that's going to slow your pass rush. No question about that. And that's what, when you talk about having a, a wet surface out there, snow, that's one of the things you look at is, boy, the offensive linemen should be able to take advantage of that. So maybe that uh, helps slow down the Eagles a little bit. But, boy, that Chiefs offensive line did a number yeah. on uh, Philadelphia's front. And you had two defenses there that can both get after it uh, with the guys they have up front. And so you're watching the game and you're seeing high-level quarterback play and big plays all over the place and great offensive line play against defensive fronts that we've seen dominate. The Eagles came in the Soldier Field there in late January, excuse me, December, and had six sacks. And it looked like they could have had more. You know, the, there was right. the one play where Justin Fields spun out of Hassan Reddick and went for, I want to say it was 30, 38 yards, something like that. So we saw up close how ferocious that uh, Philadelphia pass rush can be. So, Brad, the next big day, I guess, on the NFL calendar would be a week from today when teams can begin putting the franchise tag on players. And I wonder, is there any team that you will be watching closer than others? I, I would be paying attention to the Chiefs and Orlando Brown. You wonder what that situation will hold because of the need for a tackle. And I think big picture-wise – the quarterback carousel will be affected by what the Ravens do with Lamar Jackson. A lot of speculation about what will go on in Baltimore. What will you be looking for and how important of a date is it? Well, it's just the beginning of a big window. You've the the tag windows from, as you said, a week from tomorrow, February twenty first. Or no, I believe it's a week from I think it's a week from today, a week from guys. Today. Yes. I think it's, yeah, it's 21st, February 21st to March 7th is the window. And generally, teams wait till the back end of that window to use the franchise tag because they are negotiating and, you know, I'm using air quotes there, uh, with the player and the agent to try to work out a deal, a long-term multi-year contract that'll make the player happy all the while saying, you know, if we can't get this done, remember we've got the franchise tags. So I would think we'll see more of the tags, however many there are, closer to March 7th than we will the opening of that uh, period. But I would keep a close eye on uh, Washington with uh, Deron Payne, the defensive tackle. Uh, I don't believe the Broncos will use a tag on Draymond Jones. So I think that's a defensive tackle that would fit the Bears scheme that will make it to the marketplace. Obviously, the more choices the Bears have, the better, uh, because these top players are going to be coveted. And I would keep an eye on Orlando Brown uh, as well. Like you said, there might not be quite as many players tagged this year as usual. We could see a couple running backs tagged. And I agree the Lamar Jackson thing is interesting. You know, the one thing, I, one guy I talked to a while back, and it made a lot of sense to me. I, I don't know that it will happen. I would think the chances of it happening are going to be very, very minimal. But the Ravens have tried for a long time to get a contract done with Lamar Jackson, right? And clearly there's, a, there's been a divider gap between the two parties to accomplish that. This guy's idea was have 
get Jackson on the transition tag, okay? And then someone else can negotiate the contract and the Ravens can decide whether it's worth matching or not matching. And, you know, that way, the problem is if you don't match it, you're not getting to get any compensation for them. But that would be if the Ravens believe that the offers they've made are going to be consistent with what's out there for them, that would be maybe be one way uh, to get it done. Again, the chance of that happening, I think, is slim. I don't think Baltimore wants to risk losing him. We've seen what John Harbaugh has said, that they're, I believe the figure he's used is 200% uh, invested in Lamar Jackson for the future. Well, um, you know, money talks in this situation, and we'll see. It, it's a good situation to watch because, you, as you said, the quarterback movement is definitely worth focusing on when you consider – uh, the possibilities that Ryan Poles may have moving forward, trading that number one overall pick. Brad, you, you know, obviously you look at the uh, the rookie class from Kansas City, and it was a huge impact all season long. I believe they had uh, 10 players, uh, 10 rookies that were on the uh, 53-man roster. So um, I know that um, that Ryan Poles wasn't making any of those selections, but he did study – under uh, Brett Veach, among others. What do you expect from this draft uh, vis-a-vis the Bears? In terms of, we know what they need. We know they jump into free agency first. But there are so many rumors out out there, and I'm sure there are going to be even more rumors as the Bears do their due diligence. Uh, one of the rumors is they're interested in in gathering picks for next year as much as improving for this year. So I... I don't know what – I mean, we, we've got – it's rumor season. There's going to be all sorts of different uh, uh, conjecture. But based on what they did that last year and based on what Kansas City has done over the last couple of years, do you have higher expectations for polls than you would have um, maybe prior to Kansas City really tapping into a 10-man class in which all 10 guys made the roster and wound up um, – I, I, I heard this yesterday, and I couldn't uh, verify it, that in terms of uh, snaps played by rookies, number one in the league was Houston, number two, the Bears, number three, Kansas City. Jeez, yep. Well, and, and what's the – you get you get two classes of teams there, right? You get the Chiefs on one side, and you get the Texans and the Bears on the other side. And, one, and <laughs> Yeah, and the, the Chiefs – Okay, the the Chiefs had to play all these younger guys because of salary cap issues, right? Yeah. Created by having some high high dollar guys on the roster that make you know that roster construction a little more challenging. And the Bears played all their young guys because they didn't have any better options, right? They had older guys that they wanted to move out, so they were giving younger guys an opportunity. Um, I don't know if you can look at what Kansas City did this past season while Ryan Poles was with the Bears and say, yeah, this will apply here. You know, he needs he needs impact players, and it's going to start in free agency, and that will give us a little bit of a roadmap as to what – Maybe the Bears' initial goals will be in the draft. We'll have to see how many picks they have. We'll have to see where they're picking. You know, right now, 
there's a big gap between that first pick at one overall and the pick in the back half of round two from the Ravens and the Roquan Smith deal. Uh, there's going to be a lot of talent that comes off the board between those picks, so maybe they're able to uh, fill that gap a little bit with some more selections via a trade down. Uh, but I like the fact that the coaching staff has shown no hesitation in putting young players out there, even undrafted players. Uh, they're looking for the best guys, so players that are drafted uh, and signed by the Bears are going to have an opportunity to come in and uh, and help improve this team. Great stuff, Brad. Thanks. Glad you enjoyed the Super Bowl. Have a great day, guys. That is our guy, Brad Biggs. He is the football man from the Chicago Tribune. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 